My name is Jamie Atkinson, founder of podcastclosing.com, and this show is built for six and seven figure entrepreneurs with podcasts who are looking to grow and scale their customer acquisition using that show. If you're a six or a seven figure entrepreneur with a podcast and you want to get featured on this show to talk about your own podcast journey, go to top100interview.com. Now over to your glamorous host, Brittany Chaterbock, and don't forget to subscribe for daily interview content. Hey guys, welcome back to the Six Figure Podcast Rebels. It's Britt here. Today we have another exciting guest I'm bringing on, Tyler Lieber, co-founder of Venture Validator, which was acquired three years after starting. Now co-founder of Coconut VA, where they've grown to 750K ARR in one year. He's helping founders automate and delegate their businesses and benefiting VA's lives through their ethical VA staffing firm. So there's going to be some great conversation within that alone, some great wins and takeaways, you know, maybe some, we'll talk about some challenges that they faced along the way. Everyone, please welcome Tyler. Hi, Tyler. How's Thank it going? You. Thanks for jumping on. Yeah, super excited. Yeah, I, so am I. I'm super pumped. So before we really get into it, I'll, do you mind just sharing a little bit of your background, you know, maybe talking about, uh, you know, how like you've come so far in such a short amount of time maybe go into into a little deeper about that so our audience can really get to know you yeah definitely so yeah i have a a co-founder his name is eric espinosa him and i actually met in college and uh near the end of college we started uh, this market research firm for startups uh called venture validator and we both hit it off right away we both uh, found out that we had really complementary skill sets. He's really the visionary. He's the one that uh, really shoots for the stars. And I'm the one that kind of, you know, comes behind and, you know, makes everything work and makes everything right. run uh, day by day. And so we just, it's been such a good partnership, you know, ever since college. And so that helped us grow Venture Validator to where it got, uh, you know, got acquired. And then throughout our time in Venture Validator, we noticed a lot of people wanted to hire VAs and because we used them extensively in our first business. And so we figured, okay, we need to find a way to help founders access this, this great talent uh, with these great cost savings. And so that's why we built Coconut VA. I love it. It's incredible. I'm very like, congratulations. That's incredible. Um, And so many people, like you guys can really benefit so many people with this. Yeah. So that's just great. So I guess um, with some of the questions that we're going to go into, we'll talk about, you know, um, closing deals and how you go about your uh, getting clients and stuff like yeah. that. Um, so I guess what I can start with will be like, what is your current client acquisition? Like, how do you go about, f- first off, I guess, what is your dream, like person that you want to work with? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So it's interesting because you know each business they they grow they pivot and so when we first started coconut va we thought that we wanted uh our client to be more of like the the very early stage founder like solopreneur right. we figured right. those would be the people that could benefit most from you know from people from hiring people in the philippines um so for like yeah. maybe ten dollars an hour you know they can get somebody to help them in their business when before they've never had any help um, but yeah. what we realized is that those people aren't the best clients to work with because 
first off, typically they don't have a lot of money yet, right? And so yeah. we want to bring as much stability as we can to these workers in the Philippines. And so that just didn't seem like a good fit. Like it wasn't a win-win. And that's what Coconut VA is all about, is just this win-win-win. Like obviously we as an agency need to win, but we want to benefit the lives of our VAs and we want to benefit the lives of founders and co-founders. And so the that target market just didn't really work for us uh, in the beginning. Mm -hmm. And it took us probably six months to figure that out. Uh, you know, we just had struggles. And so then we switched to more of a, more of like a small business, but just slightly further along in the process where maybe they have hired some employees, but really most importantly, they found some kind of product market fit and they have stable revenue because that means they're able to provide a good stable job to their workers. Uh, so right. then once they've reached that stage, then we're a really good fit because all three of us and you know, all three of these parties can have, you know, a stability, I guess, in their in that relationship where we provide a lot of value to the to the client, to the VAs, and the VAs, you know, provide amazing value for the, the clients. Um, so yeah, and then for actually like how we've acquired those clients, for us, it's been luckily through referrals, which hopefully means we're doing something right. Uh, because, Absolutely, you know, yeah. Every client refers their friends. And even if that friend doesn't actually sign up with us, we always get people saying like, oh yeah, I've heard about you guys or, you know, whenever they talk about wanting a VA, they say, oh, I need a coconut VA. And like, it's not just a VA anymore. Like they want a coconut VA. Absolutely. Awesome. Who wouldn't, right? Right, exactly. <laughs> um, and so referrals have been absolutely wonderful, but then also okay. uh, our LinkedIn content. So early on in coconut VA, my co-founder and I decided that like, hey, we want more of a personal brand. Like we want more people to, to hear about us. And then we also just want to share our learnings from our businesses. And right. so we started posting every single day uh, on LinkedIn and then just interacting more with people there. And that has been a Engaging. huge source of, of business from us where it's funny because we we always said at the beginning, like we just want to provide value. You know, we're not going to constantly be selling ourselves, right. you know, selling coconut VI on there. And that's been absolutely the best strategy because it's just that classic example like of recipro reciprocity where we're providing value to people and then people automatically just have goodwill and good feelings right. towards us. They want to learn more about what we do and if we can provide value, then great. Um, so it's just worked out really well, uh, to have these two great channels of, you know, just referrals and LinkedIn content. Absolutely. Yeah, no, you guys are staying super busy with that. Right. So that's incredible. Yeah. Right. I love it. Oh, so I guess back to a little bit more about your business. We all know that, yeah. you know, building such a huge business, it comes with a lot of wins, of course, but there's also some I guess if you want, before I ask about the challenges, I know we kind of went over a few things, but maybe we can talk a little bit more about the wins before we, we jump into some, some of the challenges that you've been, you've have faced in the past, because we, we all know, you know, there's quite a few that we have to face. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely. Um, yeah. As far as any other like wins, uh, I mean, obviously our first win came with Venture Validator, but I mean, kind of just seamlessly going into the challenges, like Venture Validator was our first big win, but it was, we've joked that it was really just like an extension of college for us because it was a lot of hard work and a learning lot of learning process. And a, yeah, a lot of mistakes that we made uh, in the beginning of it. But you Validator. failed forward, right? Exactly. You know? Yeah. And so, yeah, luckily we were able to, you know, turn it into something that actually was worth something, which is great. Right. Uh, but like, you know, having that first 
I guess it's not, it's, that wasn't a failure, but you know, having that first learning experience gave us so much to work with for our second business. So like Venture Validator, it took us three years to get it to that point. Um, but, you know, we've taken Coconut VA to even, you know, further heights in a much quicker time frame. So, I mean, right. that's the biggest challenge that we had, we, we went through, but we just kind of had to go through. Uh, and right. I think any the entrepreneur has to go through those challenges of like, hey, you know, it's that process of like, hey, I want to be an entrepreneur, like the entrepreneur, and then you're an actual yeah. solopreneur. <laughs> I love that, the entrepreneur. Like, yeah. yeah, entrepreneur. And then you kind of get into the solopreneur where like you're scrappy, you're just, you know, figuring mm -hmm. out what you can possibly sell, what do people want, all of that. Right. And then you become like, oh, I actually have something. And now you're an entrepreneur. And so we went through that whole process in Venture Validator where, you know, okay. we thought we had something and then we did find something, but then we struggled to like really actually become an entrepreneur and build a business. Uh, and so that right. took us a long time and a lot of challenges. Um, but because we did that, it's now easier to, to move on to the next thing and, and build it even quicker. Absolutely. Okay. I love it. Yeah. Well, it's compelling, like very interesting the way you guys went about it. I love it. And I'm so happy how it's working out for you guys. It's, it's very exciting, honestly. Um, yeah. So I guess, uh, what is your focus for this next year? Like, what is your focus? What's your desire with the business? Yeah, definitely. And we have a, a pretty clear, it's almost like a, probably a five-year plan. Um, oh, I love it. The yeah, road, do you have done, the roadmap? Yeah. What we've done is actually break it into really four stages. And okay. so stage one is where um, really the founders don't get anything. Like everything is going in this case, in this agency, like everything is going to building the business, but also to our VAs. Um, they're the, you know, our, our Filipino remote workers, like these are the people, that's our team, that's who we're working with. And we want to make sure that they get compensated, like they're the ones that need to, need to get paid. <laughs> and the right. founders kind of give that up, like that's the risk that we take, right? Mm -hmm, we're giving up mm -hmm. pretty much everything so that we can potentially have a, a bigger reward in the future. And so that's really stage one. Um, and then stage two is like starting to to kind of pay ourselves, like after we've given everything, if there's still left over, then we can start to get those ramen salaries of, you know, affording right. ramen for lunch and dinner and all that. Uh, and then <laughs> yeah. stage I know what three, you mean, yeah. Yeah, definitely. And then stage three is when we start to get an ROI. And so what we've kind of calculated is we want really like a 10x uh, return on investment. So, you know, we've okay. been giving up of salaries and, you know, we've been putting money into the business in stage right. three, which you know, could take a year or two, even from now, that's when we actually start to pay ourselves multiples. Like, and now we have our base salary. And now here's the extra distributions that are coming in to help us, to help us feel like we got the return on all the risk that we put into the business to start it and to give up so much of our well-being to make sure that our early people, you know, had a good life and like we're able to Absolutely. help us build the business. And then, so that's stage three. So once we've gotten our founder ROI, we get into stage four and that's where okay. we've actually taken a very unique uh, approach, kind of philanthropic approach where we want to give 50% of our profits at the end of the day back to the VAs in some okay. fashion. And so we're still trying to figure out the logistics of how we're going to do that. Um, but basically it's going to come down to where more or less we'll probably have this like at least, you know, a million dollar pot where we're going to pay that out to all the VAs that have contributed to our journey and to our success. So, right. you know, if you've ever been a coconut VA and you worked 
you know, full time for a year, that's going to give you a, that's going to entitle you to a certain percentage of this million dollar pot. And so we're really excited to, to get there. It's probably going to be, you know, four or five years till we get there. But it's really cool for our VAs to feel like they're a part of something bigger and like uh -huh. they might have this future reward with us, you know, so they're, you know, further incentivized to, to do good work and to, to be loyal to us, to be loyal to our clients, uh, because it's a right. really cool thing where we are giving up some of our profits at the end of the day, you know, four or five years from now back to them. Uh, and then even past that million dollar pot, like we're going to continue that, uh, you know, profit sharing agreement. So what we've talked about is even putting together like a, a council of, uh, of our coconut VAs where they'll decide where the money's going to go to, uh, you know, if it's humanitarian projects in the Philippines or, you know, just bonuses. Oh, so you're giving projects. and giving back. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. And so that's that kinda, important. I mean, that sums it up. That's our four stages for probably the next yeah five years. I love it. Well, I love that you have your roadmap to success started. And like, honestly, everything that you had said is just, it sounds absolutely amazing, especially the giving back part at the end. And you really value, you know, you value everyone as well, which is huge. Yeah. Right. Right. And, um, that's just amazing. So I, I guess, can we, can we talk about a little bit more? Um, like, do you have, what kind of, I know we talked about a little bit of the marketing and stuff like that, but what about yeah. closing deals? Can we get into a little bit deeper about closing deals? And how you go about doing that exactly again? Yeah, definitely. And I mean, like I've kind of mentioned, like at the beginning, mm -hmm. you know, founders need to, to figure out the best system, the best process, right. the right target yeah. market, all of that. So, you know, at the beginning, it was Eric or I on the sales call, uh, you know, working through the deal with, with founders. Um, but then pretty early on, I mean, only really, yeah, like six or seven months in, we had this big decision before us of like, okay, we need we're so busy now with other things. We've got the sales process down. Like every call that we go on, uh, it's been about, you know, 50 to 60% close rate. Uh, so if they get on the call, there's, you know, it's one out of two people are going to close and actually pay us money, uh, which is awesome. Right. And so, okay, now we need to outsource that, like delegate that to somebody. And so then yeah. we have this big vision of, hey, do we hire an experienced US person or do we mm -hmm. kind of stick to our guns and say, you know what, we can find talent in the Philippines, we can find somebody, an, an amazing account executive in the Philippines. Yeah. And so we did. Well, that's what we did. We decided to go like, yeah, let's stick to our guns. And our team is all Filipino uh, just to kind of prove that, you know, there is amazing talent there and there's still, you know, a cost saving. So we found an amazing, um, her name's Judy. And so she almost, she has such good English. Like some of our clients have joked that she has like a, Judy. A, kind of like a, Judy. Yeah. She's oh, I love has, it. Like, a valley girl accent almost like she has such good English <laughs> and even like a kind of a California accent. It's oh, so that's the stuff. best. Yeah. And, and so they do absolutely amazing. Oh, that's amazing. And like, I know a couple of Philippine uh, Fili people from the Philippines that I've worked with in the past at other jobs. Mm -hmm. And honestly, just amazing workers, you know, they work hard yes. and they're good. Yeah. They're really good at what they do. So right. I like, I love that's the way amazing. you guys are working it right now. It's, and it seems to be working, right? So yeah, I like well, that's, it. The, I that's like the beautiful it. thing is our, it's not like our close rate diminished at all. Like it's still no. the same thing, you know, when she hops on a call, like one out of every two people are still, you know, closing the deal. Um, right. It's usually a one call close, like, which is awesome. That's incredible. That is incredible. Yeah. Awesome. So I guess my next question would be, I guess I want to slide kind of into the podcast. So, you, so let's talk about, okay, when are you thinking of starting a podcast and how are you, I know we kind of discussed it a little bit before 
the, uh, our actual interview here, but yeah. maybe we can just talk about how, you know, what your plan is with this podcast. What's your primary goal? And uh, like, where do you see yourself with this podcast in the next year? Yeah, definitely. So, I mean, the motivation to, to build a podcast is obviously from our, our current efforts, you know, with LinkedIn content, right. like it's been pulling right. in so much of our business where we just give content, we give free value uh, to people and we see the benefit of that. So like, what other channels can we use? And obviously a podcast is a big one. And yeah. so that was kind of the motivation. And so we don't have a set timeline, but yeah, probably pretty quickly uh, we'll be building our podcast. It'll probably be called Vacation Laptopless. So it's funny. I haven't even mentioned that yet. You have but, to, you have to do that because yeah. <laughs> that'll blow up. Yeah. Right. Because yeah, that's so my co-founder, Eric, I need to give him credit. He's the one that coined that term. So all credit for that goes to him. Love uh, but I absolutely yeah, it's love absolutely it. perfect to like capture our vibe. Like we want right. founders to still work hard and like you still are taking risk. You're still building a business, which is hard work. But the Vacation right. Laptopless brand, that vibe, is basically for encouraging founders to, once you've pioneered something, automate it or delegate it to somebody else. And so that you're not stuck in the grind of your business, that you can now move on to the next visionary aspect of your business to take it to the next, to the next level, right? To and really so move it up to the, the next podcast, level. That's what we'd be talking about mainly is, you know, vacation laptopless. Like, how do you automate, you know, how do you use Zapier? Like we use monday.com for our for almost all of our systems and like almost every step of the process is automated or obviously delegated in some way. And so we kind of have that rubric of, you know, obviously the founder should not be doing those everyday day-to-day processes. So Mm -hmm. founders shouldn't be doing it. So can you automate it? If you can't automate it, then you should delegate it. Uh, Because, you know, the founder's time, that's the most valuable time because you're the one, again, with the vision, you know, you're going to take the business to the new heights to, hire more people and to grow bigger and to, you know, pay yourself more. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. That, those are so many, there's so many things that we could talk about on a podcast that, and, you know, we've already been talking yeah. about on LinkedIn, like, why not just have this other channel to, to I think, and it's things. just exactly bring those people in and bring in the ones you're looking for. Right. Because yeah. it, it's great how you can funnel and, you know, attract a certain dream client, you know, mm-hmm. with the criteria, you know, so that you're, you're, you're going to be working with people that have the same vision and values and stuff as you, right. right. Which makes it a right. lot more, um, kind of, of what you're actually doing already. So it yeah. works hand in hand, I think really well. Um, Definitely. okay, perfect. So we are running close to, um, the end of the episode here, but I do have one more question. Um, if you were to double your revenue and profit in one year, what would some of based on where you are today what would be some of your the new challenges you would face and would there be any changes you would need to make yeah that's a great question I mean we obviously would need to hire some more people and you know that's probably that's one of the biggest challenges making sure you hire the right people and that you have the roles defined Um, but Mm -hmm. luckily I think we've done again with our learnings from Venture Validator like if you have a good base, you know, it, it's fairly easy to, to scale up. So we've done mm-hmm. a, so much work on the front end to say, hey, these are the defined roles of, of each person's job. A client comes in here. This is you t- taking care of that. You know, this is you taking care of this, you know, all of that. And so really, you know, once you've got the hiring and the roles figured out, then it's more right. of just making sure that all of your systems, your softwares, nothing breaks, you know. Everything's when, lined when up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so, yeah, I mean, again, I think the biggest challenge is just that upfront work of making sure that, uh, like you said, you know, 
even if you double or triple your business, you know, yeah. does everything look the same? Does, do those ratios stay the same? Yeah. Uh, what changes? I'm just preparing for that. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And there's always going to be those challenges, right? A lot as you yeah. keep growing, like those challenges don't stop, you know. That's right. what Definitely. that makes it like the difference between growing and not. Like, you know, yeah. if you're not going to face yep. those challenges, it's not going to happen, right? So yep. I love it. I well, you know what? Congrats on everything you're doing. I it's absolutely fantastic. And like I said earlier, I'm really happy that you, you know, you find value in giving back as well. So yeah. that's incredible. Um, but it. before we jump off this uh episode I just wanted to see if anyone's looking anyone listening here today is looking to reach out to you um and get a hold of you what is the best way of going about doing that yeah so I mean probably just email me I, I enjoy hearing you know feedback and, and getting those so tyler at coconutva.com is probably the, the best way just send me an email obviously you can go to our website as well coconutva.com perfect Awesome. Okay. So thanks again for jumping on today, Tyler. It was a pleasure to have you. You have very valuable insights. And I know that the people listening will think the same thing. And group, if you're listening and enjoyed, please subscribe and like. If you're a six-figure entrepreneur or higher and want to go on the show as a guest, just like Tyler did, please go to podcastrebels.com and we would love to hear from you as well. Thanks again, everybody, and see you on the next episode. Hey everyone, I hope you really enjoyed that episode. As always, if you want to listen to more daily interview content, make sure you subscribe. And here's three ways I can help you in your business for free. One, check out my video on how we're building a pipeline that produces 30 plus prime sales calls every single week using podcast setters and a basic interview funnel. And this is actually how I was able to quit social media forever. You can go to podcastrebels.com forward slash setters. Two, if you're a six or a seven figure entrepreneur with a podcast, we actually want to interview you on one of our top 100 shows. Head to top100interview.com and then three, download our podcast closing formula. It shows you how to create a podcast sales team that books out your sales calendar each week using the podcast closing client attraction method. And you can go to podcastrebels.com forward slash podcast formula. Now at podcastclosing.com, we help six and seven figure entrepreneurs with podcasts create a system for predictable client acquisition without relying on paid advertising or social media by building out podcast sales teams. Now, if you want help turning your podcast into a high ticket client acquisition machine, then book a call with our team to see how we can help. Go to podcastrebels.com forward slash chat. All right, guys, we'll see you in the next interview.